Hello everybody and welcome back to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri and I am reunited with Taylor Wells. What's up, man? Man, I'm starting to get confused. One week you sound one way, another week you sound another. You even had completely different opinions. I, I'm just thrown for a loop. It was, uh, it was pretty awkward to hear me lead that show in last week and then, uh, reveal that that wasn't me at all. That was a pretty big spoiler, I think, for a lot of people. Oh, man, I was shell-shocked. Uh, I don't know what to think. So, it's, it feels like it's been an age since we've, uh, sat down and done a show together. Uh, last week I was gone and the week before that you were gone. I know, man. It's just scheduling, timing. This time of year is just pretty rough on people, I think. Uh, that is absolutely true. Uh, even as we speak, actually, I am going to my engagement party tonight. But uh, of course, I couldn't miss another episode of the Champions Cast this week. So, woohoo! But congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so we have got we've got a pretty good show for you this week. It is our thirtieth Champions Cast episode, and we are very thankful for everybody that supported us. Uh, we just passed over ten thousand downloads on Podbean alone, so uh, we wanted to give a shout out to everybody that listens and tweets us and contributes to the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Man, so, we're, uh, we're celebrating a two for this time. Episode 30 and 10,000 right. views. So yeah, it, it's it's good vibes all around here. Um, before, we get, uh, before we get kickstarted with our show here today, I just want to take a quick moment to give a little bit of a plug to our best Zelda ever contest going on at ZeldaDungeon.net right now. Head over to the website and look for the post. It's uh, it's at the top of the site. It's pinned. Basically, what we're asking you to do is to predict our list for 2018 of our best Zelda games ever. How we come up with this list is I take the... There's 20 different writers. They all submitted their list to me. I give them points based on where they assigned them. So, for example, if somebody had Majora's Mask at number one, they get 18 points. Ocarina of Time at number two, 17 points, etc., etc. I add them all up. I make a big list. And uh, we want you to get in on the action and predict what you think our list is going to look like. So, just to repeat, not what yours looks like. Because half the people that comment here just put down their own favorite Zelda games. But I want you to predict what our list is going to look like. If you do and you get it right... You can win a Zelda swag bag from E3 2018, plus 20 bucks to the Nintendo eShop. So head on over to ZeldaDungeon.net, get that going, and we hope to see uh, a lot of people enter this contest. We have a lot of entries so far, and there's a lot of people that are pretty neck and neck so far. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek there, but uh, head on over. The contest is running for probably about another week and a half. The list comes out November 2nd, so you definitely didn't make sure that you don't want to miss that. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise to... A lot of the staff members, you know, in addition to all, all the fans out there, because Andy's a little secretive with with his lists, so we don't even get to and find I will, out until it comes out. I'm also going to say, for all those people out there that are complaining like, oh, your list is the same every year, 14 <laughs> of the main 18 Zelda games have a new spot on our list for this year, so check it out. It's going to be awesome. I'm kind of guessing that I know which which one of those main series, like really big titles, kind of moved, and I think it moved down. I'm also gonna to give, you know what? As a little bonus to anybody that's listening to the Champions Cast right now, last place is the same. 
That's one that didn't move. <laughs> and it's such a shame. So there you go. Kevin and I are very upset about this. Go over, check that out. You want to make sure that you don't miss it. Taylor, let's dive in and get right into business here. We got, I think we're going to go long this week. We got a lot of ground to cover. Are you ready? I think so. I've prepared long for this moment. So we wanted to do something special for our 30th episode. And we also wanted to do something fun. And we also wanted to do something a little bit Halloween-ish. And so while we have a big Halloween episode coming next week, we also thought, hey, why don't we take a game that we haven't really done before and let's do a definitive ranking on it because you know what a lot of people seem to really enjoy our definitive ranking of twilight princess's dungeons so we're going to be back at it again and this time we're going to be definitively ranking every single mask in the legend of zelda majora's mask it's going to be a feat we got 20, 24 of these suckers 24 and maybe, you know what, maybe ranking is the wrong word, because we actually decided that we're going to be grading them. Um, Gotta throw because I don't think anybody mix. wants to list. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to, like, list off uh, 1 through 24 and have us repeat the list a bunch of times. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to assign each mask a grade. There's going to be your A grade, B grade, C grade, etc., etc. And there's going to be one A-plus mask. Taylor, are you ready? Should we, should we just dive in and just get started right now? I think so, and I think this new format will also prevent Gooey and Mossies from suing us again. Probably not. Uh, That's but true. <laughs> it'll it'll help. So it's it's not. I guess it's not really a ranking per se. It's actually more of a grading, but uh, it's still going to be a lot of fun. It's the definitive. We're gonna grading. we're gonna lump our favorite masks together. We're gonna you know talk about why we didn't like some masks um and our criteria for this is really just going to be anything that we make it anything from the aesthetic of the mask to how you got it to what it does let's go let's do this thing should shake things up a bit what's our first mask so the first mask is the great fairies mask uh this is one of the first masks that you get you get in clock town at the beginning of the game and it of course lets you find stray fairies in the temples it's... This to me, this to me is a B mask. I think. Oh, okay, interesting. Thoughts? Um, I, I say that it's a B mask because it's actually quite useful, and that's pretty much it. Because I think that it looks, uh, well, I mean, it looks like a fairy, but it just looks weird on Link. Um, <laughs> and you, you don't. I mean, you don't really have to do anything special to go and get it. So, you know. I'll, Two of the three criteria, I think, for me would would put it a little bit lower, but it is extremely helpful when you're looking for fairies and dungeons, especially if you're not well versed in those dungeons the first couple times that you might play. So I think I think I would say B, but if if you were to argue lower, I'm not sure that I could uh, could defend it. So that's kind of fair. Um, the one thing I love about Majora's Mask is that there's so much in the game to where they just don't tell you these things so for example like with the great fairies mask you could totally miss it you could totally miss almost all of these masks and you know the the game would be either completely different or not that different at all and i feel like without the great fairies masks or sorry the great fairies mask it's one of those where 
it kind of wouldn't be all that different. Like, maybe you need it for your first go-around. Um, it's useful, yes, but I think... When I originally played Majora's Mask, I think I only used the Great Fairy's Mask once, and that was to locate a stray fairy in Snowhead Temple that was just, like, out of the way. And I probably never would have guessed that it was there had I not um, used the mask. But for only having a use one time, and the fact that it looks awful, it's so weird. It, it, it does look pretty weird. Uh, I would probably rank it like D or C, personally. I'm I'm willing to compromise and give this a C grade. Yeah. All right. So great, great fairy's mask. That's a C. So it's middle of the pack. And you know what? I wasn't gonna do this, but I'm actually I'm deciding that I'm gonna keep a log of our masks here so far. So that's one C for the great fairy mask. Let's move on to uh, cafe's mask. Ooh. So I really like this what, mask what say you? because it's it's important from the standpoint of quest. Like in the grand scheme of things, the cafe mask has like a like a few other masks, pretty much only one purpose in the game, and that's to advance one quest line. That's the cafe and Andrew quest line. But you know, if you you if you use it beyond its its you know, one intended purpose, you can get a lot of a lot out of it. So when you put the cafe mask on, you, you first off you get it from Madame Aroma because she mistakes you for like this private detective she <laughs> she hires to find her her son, and <laughs> you go around and you use this mask to talk to people and they all have different reactions. So like if you talk to the bombers, they'll they'll say, oh yeah, we have cafe masks or two and kind of thing or. You know, they'll, they'll tie, or that might have been the Keaton mask. But, like, they all have different reactions. Like, if they knew Cafe, if they don't know Cafe, if they've seen him. Um, I think some will even hint to, you know, the fact that something's not quite right with how Cafe looks. Um, so it was, yeah, it was you, really you get interesting. Yeah, you get this mask. You get this mask, you can see immediately something is weird. You know what I think of every single time I see this mask and what I actually call it is the Michael Jackson mask. Nice. Because goddamn, this looks like Michael Jackson towards his final years. If, like, if this is MJ. Hair. If he had blue hair. Yeah. Um. I Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I think I'd give it a D. Like, I think it's, it's kind of an ugly mask, you know. Cafe, unfortunately, as a kid, is kind of an ugly guy. Um, Oof. You don't really, you don't really do anything great to get it. It's not really that useful. I don't really like the way that it looks. Um, I don't know. It's, I, I think like within the grand scheme of things, you know, it's it's a good mask and it it just gets you closer to completion of the of that one epic side quest that you already mentioned. But as a standalone mask, I think it kind of sucks. I, I would say D. That That's fair. I'm going to rank it higher. I'm going to say it's a B because I'm a huge story guy. So if there's a lot of story involved with uh, with something in a game, it's probably going to be higher on my list than yours, I think. Uh, well, that's fine. So we're going to compromise and we're going to put that mask at a C. So keeping track, yeah, we have two C masks here. We have the Cafe mask and the Great Fairy mask. 
Uh, let's keep going down the list and let's go to the Bremen mask. Ah, oh, the good old Bremen mask. This one, uh, I, you know, I like I like this guy. Yeah, this one's fun, especially because when you get it and you do the side quest with it, it's just charming. It's fun. You know that? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to contradict myself because like, it's not really. You don't really have to do anything to get it. It doesn't really serve that much of a purpose. I don't really think it looks great. Uh, you know, I think it looks cooler than uh, than Cafe's mask. But uh, everything that I don't like about the the Cafe mask, uh, I, I like about this mask. And I think it's just because of that one scene where you just prayed all those all the small chickens around and stuff like that, and they just start popping up and whatever. So like, I, I don't know. I, I always thought that this that it was just like a charming scene. And it was so strange and so weird at. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I like it. I don't have a better reason for it. Um, it doesn't really fit my criteria. I think it really all just boils down to that one scene where you're just marching around and you're like, what is life right now? This is so strange. It's, it's really And I mean, you, you, you get the bunny hood from it too, so. Yeah, it's, it's instrumental into getting actually one of the best masks in the game, whether you're just a regular player or a speedrunner or whatever. Like, uh, the bunny hood is amazing. And the Bremen mask is required in order to get it. So, I honestly, I would say it's it's the music that plays when you're when you're marching along to it that really makes the scene. It's it's just so it, funny. I agree. It's that whole thing is just super. It's very Majora's Mask esque. Yeah. It's just super strange. It's super weird. It's. Uh... You know, it's a it's a good summary of, of what this game is, which is just this weird, strange little title. I would put it at a B. I don't know about you. I'd give it a B as well. I'd also say that um, the Brent Mask does look better in the Majora's Mask 3D version. Um, it's, it's a little more polished, a little more detailed, and kind of looks more like it was intended, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I'm trying to think of any other masks that really looked better in the uh, 3D version. And they're not coming to me off the top of my head, but I'm sure that we'll get there. But, uh, alright, so that's, yeah. for those keeping track, the Bremen mask is at a B, Great Fairy, Cafe Masquerade Seas. Let's move on to the next guy. Kimoro's Mask. Uh, is this going to be our first A mask right here? Because I, I, so. I feel like it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Like, Getting this, how, getting how this good mask, is this? and then using the mask are both some of the greatest things ever in this game. So, <laughs> for those who don't know, Kamaro is this spirit who is like this grand dance master who is just not able to pass on his skills in life. So he's haunting a mushroom, like a rock-like mushroom near Snowhead, <laughs> and you have to go to him and just like you play the song of healing. He gives you the mask and basically says, please pass on my teachings. And it is one of the this, weirdest... This is verbatim. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the... This is verbatim from the Zelda Dungeon wiki. One of the large ones has a half-naked man dancing on top of it. Yes. Jump over to him and play the Song of Healing to get the mask. So already you know that this is super strange. He has this really awkward dance and I can still hear the music playing in my head right now. And, <laughs> and how... 
again, it's, it's it's so strange. Link does that weird dance where it's like they're doing the HBK pose. They're swiveling their hands around. <laughs> they're doing the spins. How do you not love this mask? And it's so ugly that, like, it's just, it's great. He just has this, like, Lord Voldemort thing grown out of his head. It's fantastic. And and not to fantastic. mention, too, like, the fact that you teach this dance to these two twins who are just like, oh, my God, this is the greatest dance ever. <laughs> oh, that music is just so good. It's probably going to be stuck in my head now, actually, for the rest of the show. You know what it gives me an idea of doing is we could do that dance for our interpretive dance. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I'm, I also actually want to retroactively apologize to all of our viewers that had to sit through that interpretive dance bit there. I, uh, I don't think anybody quite knows what happened there. We blame it on Taylor. It's always my fault. Let's move on. What's our final ranking for that? We said B, right? <laughs> No, I would say an A. No, we're saying A. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say A. I, I'm down with that. A, for sure. It's great. It's Who doesn't love that mask? You do this silly dance. It's super ugly. Is it, You get it from a half-naked man on a mushroom rock. That's an A mask if I've ever seen one. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right. Let's move on to the blast mask. Ooh, this... A little bit of a, of a tongue of a tongue tire, actually, saying that. Blast mask. This is an F mask for me. Is it? Yeah. I was going to say it's an F mask, and I thought you were going to fight me on it. No. Uh, this mask is utter... Like I don't think I've ever run into a situation in where I've needed this mask, wanted this mask, or gave a living crap about this mask. Like The only thing I like yeah, about this mask uh... is that you save an old lady from a really skeevy punk. <laughs> and... That's about it. I, I think it's, like, super lame. Yeah. Um, first of all, like, looking at the actual mask, it's lazy, lazy, lazy design. It's it's just a lame skull on a black background, which, comparatively speaking, like, to some of the other masks in this game, it, it just feels lazy. Uh, so I think it looks terrible. The, the function of it is terrible. Um, you use it and you blow yourself up half the time when you do it it's getting it uh, eh, I, I i would just i'm not a fan i never used it I, I if i wasn't a completionist i would probably just skip getting this altogether every time um that's a that's an f for me that's probably my least favorite mask in this game uh it is my second least favorite mask but yeah it's um it is not a good one. Uh, I, I know the design was to make it kind of like look like you're wearing a bomb on your face, but the utter oh, just, lack of use terrible. for it. Like, because there, when you get bombs in this game, which you can get like right from the outset after you restore your Hylian form, like you almost never run out of bombs. And a lot of the fun tricks that you you do with bombs anyway you can't replicate with the bomb mask so yeah it, it's enough there's no question yeah uh i i can't think of a mask that i think is worse than this so that's an f that is a solid f and that's probably going to be last place on our list here uh let's move on to something that could very well be the a plus mask perhaps uh if not an a mask and that's the bunny hood Oh, definitely an A mask. Um, definitely, definitely an A mask. Not only do you have to do the fun Bremen 
mass side quest in order to get the bunny hood. But the bunny hood is also adorable on Link. It actually has really useful in-game mechanics. So for those of you who don't know, it speeds you up by about like 65 or 68%, I believe was the total I was able to research and look up. And it is the, I believe, the only item in the game that makes you go almost as fast as a fully charged rolling Goron. So being able to run around Hyrule Field before you get the Goron's Mask at super speed and get everything done, especially in a time pressure game, the usefulness of, the, of mm -hmm. this mask is, is incredible. And the fact that it's cute, adorable, looks great on Link, and you have to do a fun side quest in the first place to get it, I love it. There's, there's nothing to dislike about this mask for me. No, not at all. It looks good. It uh, You have to do some cool stuff to get it. Um, I, I like it for actually for some other reasons too, because it was one of the masks that was originally in Ocarina of Time, which I thought yeah. was cool to see some of those masks some come back, but actually have like powers behind them. And also, this, is, uh, this has been an item in Super Smash Bros. where it just, as in Majora's Mask, it, it increases your jump in that game to a ridiculous height. So you jump once and you're, and you're off screen. It, it, it adds a really cool... Uh, little, little fun gameplay mechanic to some of the Smash matches if you're the type to have items on and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think that we both agree that this is an A mask. Is there, are either one of us willing to say that it's the best mask in the game, the A plus mask though? I wouldn't quite go that far, but it def if certain other masks weren't in the game, I this one would absolutely be a contender. Yeah, I, I think in terms of usefulness, this might be number one or number two in the game. Um, and if it weren't for some of the other story behind some of the other masks, which I'm sure that we'll get to in just a little bit, I think that this could be an A-plus mask. But I think that we're both happy with an A-mask, so we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So for those keeping track, I'm going to read these off really quickly. We have our A masks so far at uh, Kamoro's mask and the bunny hood. B mask, the Brennan mask. C masks are the Great Fairy and Cafe masks. We don't have any Ds yet, but we certainly have an F. That is the Blast mask, which is sitting at a big fat last place right now. I, I so think let's keep it, on going. I wonder how many are going to join it. I, I'm thinking only one more, and that's only on my end, I think. Uh. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I would rate anything else a solid F. But there's a lot of time for that to change. So let's move on. Let's get to the Keaton mask. So this is like the Pikachu mask for anybody that is uh, that is unaware of that. Uh, it looks like Yellow Fox. You you get it. It's it's part of the, uh, the Anju and Cafe side quest. Um, and basically it allows you to do the Keaton quiz, which is... Which is basically, he's going to quiz you and you can win a bunch of rupees if you answer, I think it's like 10 questions or something like that. So, the Keaton looks kind of like a mix between uh, Pikachu and, and Ninetales from Pokemon. I like this mask, but uh, you know what? Actually, one of the reasons that I like this mask, it has nothing to do with Majora's Mask and has more so to do with Zelda Dungeon because there's a feature that's been going on for a long time, ran by our Facebook coordinator, Katie. And it's called Tell Me Tuesday, and it has a picture of the Keaton mask there. And that's kind of what I associate this with more so now than Majora's Mask. Mm. So I, I like it for that. Interesting. 
the Keaton mask is well one one small correction. The Keaton mask is actually not technically part of the Anju and Kafe quest. You kind of get it, sort of, in the original Majora's Mask by um, finding Kafe. So I guess you could technically call it a part of it, but it doesn't like you don't have to use it for anything in the quest. Um, it's it's again it, like all, almost all masks in this game have reactions from people if you wear them and talk to them, and the keep mask is another good one because you know you, once again you get a whole bunch of you know varied reactions from the bombers to you know adults and everything, and then you get a fun little mini game gets you a piece of heart. So it and again it's it like the bunny hood it as you said it's cute it works it's not. Uh, it's not super odd, and it's also one of the masks also retained from Ocarina of Time. So it's a good mask overall. That's right. Um, I'm kind of going back and forth if I would rank it as a C or a B mask. What What do you think here? Um, I'm thinking a B just because, once again, like, you know, you can get some fun little story tidbits out of the game from it. You get a piece of heart. You get a fun mini game with, uh, with the Keatons and them asking you five, you know, uh, questions about, you know, people, places, you know, events in the game. So it, it's a fairly involved mask. Yeah, you don't get a lot out of it, other, you know, apart from a piece of heart. But I don't know. I, I, I think it's good. I would say a B. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you. That it's a B mask. It's kind of like it's kind of right in between for me. Like it'd probably be a C plus mask if uh, if we were doing pluses. But uh, you know what? Whatever. Let's let's go with a B. I think it's a cool mask. And and you're right. The fact that it is a returning mask from Ocarina of Time, I think, uh, makes it a little bit cooler for me. Uh, so let's go down to the postman's hat. Basically, like literally, just a hat, but uh, it's a, it's a little bit involved trying to get this. Um, let's see here. Basically, it's it's sort of part of the uh, the Anju and Cafe side quest where you got to deliver letters from Cafe's mom and go to the milk bar, do a lot of different things. Eventually, you'll get his uh, his hat before he basically hits the road and. Gets out of Dodge before the moon crashes on Clocktown. Peace the um, hell out. It, wouldn't you? Yeah. So basically, this is only good for. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's only good for one piece of heart. So you go into a mailbox, you pull out a piece of heart when you have the postman's hat on. Hey, don't I think forget that, you can that get single rupee uh, you can get rupees. after every time you check the box. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say you can get some rupees. Maybe I should correct myself and say rupee. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, like, I, I don't really like how it looks. And I think that for all the hoopla that you need to go through to get it, it might have been cooler if it if it gave you something a little bit more um, rather than just, like, a piece of heart. I think uniqueness of the prize that you get after you, you get a mask really plays a lot into my liking of them. Like, the Brennan mask, for example... You don't get really anything that helps you in the game, but you just get that really awesome scene of like you marching around with a bunch of chickens. And that to me is more valuable, I guess would be the word, than just a, a piece of heart that you can get. You could probably have got that a million other ways in this game. You know what I mean? I think it would have been more interesting if you got this mask 
and then you were to, I, I don't know, maybe actually deliver people mail or something like that, and maybe they gave you stuff back or something along those lines. Um, I think that this is a C mask for me, though. I... It's hard here because the the po- because of the postman's masks unofficial involvement in several different uh, side quests. I I don't know that I would say that it's completely useless. I mean, pretty much every mask in this game nets you a piece of heart, or almost every one does. But. I don't know. Postman's hard. I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but then I'm also leaning towards the whole, you know, story of the, the individual story of the postman's kind of kind of cute too, and the fact that like he's so dedicated to, you know, much like his Ocarina of Time persona, to you know getting everybody's mail on time and doing all the all the stuff, and like he's he's always talking about, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm going to be late if I stop here and talk to you. I, you know, I'm, I need to get this mail. It's very important. And it takes mm-hmm. literally like Madame Aroma telling him to get the heck out of Clocktown for him <laughs> to actually even do it. And so the, it, it kind of adds charm for it to me. So I, I, I want to give it a B, but I can't. So I'll give it a C as well. Uh, I, I think that that's a fair grade. I, I think that they could have done maybe maybe more with it. Um, and you know what? Again, I, I know I'm contradicting myself because they didn't do very much with some of the other masks that we've ranked higher. But I also think that like as as just as a mask, it's kind of lame. Like it's not really a mask. It's just a red hat. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like the postman in this game, but I wasn't a fan of having to get his mask. I always kind of thought that it was a pain in the ass to, to get. Even Like, it's not really that hard, but it feels like it for some reason. Mm. So it, it ranks a little bit lower on my list. It's fair. So we have a postman's hat going in as a C mask, which I which I think is, is fair. So let's move on. Uh, let's go to... Another, this is a favorite of mine, Probably, I'm going to assume it's probably a favorite of, your, of yours as well, The Mask of Truth. Ah, uh, yes. So this guy returns from Ocarina of Time, and you get it by killing 30 Skulltullas at the house in the, in the Southern Swamp. Um, I love this mask. It looks really cool. You can talk to animals with it. You can talk to Gossip Stones. This was actually one of the very few masks in Ocarina of Time that actually did something for lack of a better word you could talk to gossip stones in that game as well yep. it just it looks so cool it, it, it you know it's uh it's a sheikah styled mask and it's it uh, of, of course when they release majora's mask 3d it was featured very prominently in the new artwork for that game i love it i, I love this mask yeah once again much like the bunny hood there's not a whole lot to dislike about this mask um again this hits me right right in the center because I'm a huge story guy and there are a ton of little nuggets of story that you can get by wearing the mask of truth and talking to all the gossip stones. Of course, you know, there are a good chunk of them that, you know, just tell you gameplay stuff too, but there's, there's always little bits of lore and things like that, that the, this, the gossip stones reveal and especially about, you know, characters and, and some events that are going on. So 
you know, I I'm a sucker for that, and I like it. And of course, the whole the whole reference to Ocarina of Time. It's nothing but a reference to Ocarina of Time, from you know, having to go kill a whole bunch of gold skulltulas, to you know, the design being a slightly updated version of Ocarina of Time's Mask of Truth, and 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 using it in the same way. So, yeah, definitely an A for me. I I was figuring that you would rank it an A. Yeah. And that the and whole animal thing is also pretty neat. Like being able to tell exactly who's going to win the doggy race by picking up one of the the cheap doggo or whatever at uh Oh, you know what? I totally forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. It it enables you yeah, to do I certain actually I always really just did well. that race before I got it. And I would just I would probably lose about 5 times until I finally picked the right dog. Yeah. I don't know why I still do that, but the last time I played Majora's Mask, I did that too. Just went there and, and did that race before getting the Mask of Truth. I think it's similar to people kind of like, like throwing themselves at the Guaran races and just hoping that they win on the first try. I did that too I, in Ocarina of Time where you can do that uh, You can do that room in, in Castletown where you have to pick the uh, whatever chest and you advance to the next room. Oh, I would yeah. always do that before I got the lens of truth. Yeah, I, I did that. I did and do the same thing. Like, I mean, most of my playthroughs of Ocarina of Time recently have been kind of our Zelda dungeon speedrun percents. But you know, every time I'm playing the game regularly, I I too always play the game normally and get screwed for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on. Let's go to our next our next mask, which is the mask of sense. And this and oh boy, yeah, this is a D tier for me. I mean, it's not that good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, for one thing, we were judging the Great Fairy's mask based on its creepiness, on its creepy factor. This mask takes it to a whole new level because, for whatever reason, the art team and the dev team decided to make this mask. The exact same uh, pig, skin pigment as Link himself. So, like, they, they took the exact same color gradient. They they perfect matched it. So, when you put on this mask and you're looking at it, it actually looks like it's part of his face. Which, it grosses me out a little bit. Creeps me out. And I'm just like, hmm. And the fact that it's really not all that useful at all. Yeah. Oof. Big oof. Yeah, it's, uh... Jesus is ugly. It's... it's, <laughs> it's no, there's no better way to put it. Um, it's, it's super ugly. It's weird <laughs> when you put on the mask to see Link snorting like a pig. Yeah. Um, it's not like you get this in in a great way either you got to do the race with the degu butler i mean it's kind of an homage um, so to, to the dompe race you're you know yeah like i what i mean is that i don't think that the way you get it kind of makes up for it yeah um you don't really it doesn't it's not really that useful it's really not. Uh, the, really, the only thing you get out of it is be... I mean, in Majora's Mask 3D, if you're a completionist, you can use it to get another fish. But in in the base game, it's really only for magic mushrooms. And 
unfortunately for the life of me, I can't remember yeah, what mushroom, magic mushrooms are even used for right now. But they were they were, I believe they were important for at least one quest. But that's it. That's it. That's yeah. literally it. It does one thing and one thing only. It, uh... <laughs> Apart from creeping us the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad ranking it so low because of how ugly I think it is. But man. Hey. You know what this reminds me of is, is Star Fox in Pigma. Because his face would just, you know, appear in that box or whatever when you're, when you're fighting Star Wolf. Yeah. And, uh... When I see this, I think of Pigma, and I didn't like that guy. Oh, so. man. Hey, and look, we did say before we started this this uh, part of the show that we get to arbitrarily decide what the hell we're judging these masks on. And unfortunately, when you're dealing with a mask, appearance is pretty important. Yeah, and you know what? Jumping, Jumping just ahead here, it's not like this is the only weird animal mask on this list but yeah there's just something about it that just doesn't do it for me yeah i think it's the pig nose i i don't know yeah this is a um, mask. that's a d mask for me yeah actually would you so would you we have got f? no i wouldn't rate an f no okay i wouldn't i think a d is a good spot for it i uh, like at, at least this you know at least it's a mask that has thought and effort put into its design you know, the Blast Mask just had no effort, and it was just a lazy mask. This one I don't think looks good, but at least there is the right intentions behind it. I wish I could have been a fly on the so. wall at that board meeting where they discussed the design of this mask, because I really want to know whether they just all sat around that table and said, what can we do to creep the ever-living hell out of our player base? Yeah. Um, so for those keeping track... We've got our first D mask now, the Mask of Sense. Of course, the Blast Mask is at F. C-grade masks so far are the Great Fairy's Mask, Cafe's Mask, and the Postman's Hat. B is the Brennan Mask and Keaton Mask. And then our A, our A masks, the Camaro Mask, the Bunny Hood, and the Mask of Truth. So we're uh, we're getting we're getting to about the halfway point here. What are we at right now? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So let's keep it rolling here. We have a bunch of other animal masks coming up here, so let's just uh, plow on. Don Garrow's mask is next. All right. I think it's supposed to be pronounced Don Giro, but somebody somebody out there in the world will be able to set us straight. Either way you pronounce it. You know what? Whatever. I'm from Canada. We pronounce <laughs> things differently. That's true, Mr. Pasta Man. It's not pasta. There's no let's not even let's not let's not subject our listeners to this right now. We can continue this conversation in private. Um, I like this mask. It's uh, it's good. Uh, it's, it's it's neat. It's neat. Uh, it's it's an involved process, considering you have to base like when you get the mask to use it for its purpose. You have to do a, uh, quite a few things. Got to find a mm-hmm. bunch of different frogs and. Varying places, two of which uh, actually happen to be semi-sort of mini-bosses in their respective temples. Uh, well, they're officially the mini-boss of Woodfall Temple, and s- I believe in Snowhead they're not. No, because the, the big eye... No, that, that was in uh, that was in Great Bay. So... 
Oh yeah, they were in Great Bay, and they were definitely in uh, in the swamp. Yeah. So it's fun. It's got it. It is involved. Um, you get to talk to frogs with it, and your goal when getting the mask is to assemble the frog choir and get a neat little piece of heart for it. Um. Um. So yeah. Go ahead. Again, kind of the same complaint that I have about the postman's hat is that. You got to do a lot of work to get that one piece of heart. And I'm not against that, but again, it's kind of like one of those things where I would have rather had a more unique prize or a unique moment for that. Um, I think my main issue is the payoff because actually I think that the mask looks cool. I think that the stuff that you got to do to get the mask is cool. You got to make like rock sirloin, which is just a very Majora's mask thing to do. It's just weird and strange. Um, and then you see you see a Goron of all species wearing this this frog mask, which is also funny. And I, I kind of like having to round up the frogs and stuff like that. I, I wish it would have been something a little bit cooler that you would have got, I think, is my main gripe and why I rank it just a little bit lower. Um, this would be right in between a C and a B for me, I think. Okay, I, I would say it's a B just because it's it's one of the masks where you will use it for a, ch- a chunk of time, you know, more so than, say, other masks. And um, the the ability to talk to, to the frogs in the game and, and kind of get some of their opinions as well as, you know, all, all the things that you mentioned, especially, you know, just strolling into Goron Village and then just seeing this one Goron hanging out on an outcropping with this weird frog mask on his head <laughs> was out there. And it there there's not a whole lot to uh to take away from that other than this game has some of the weirdest and and best moments. And it's because they're weird. So I I would say a B for this one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a C. So convince me why it should be a B. Um, because again, it's it, it's one of the masks that's used a little more often. Um, it allows you to talk to frogs, so you get fun little things, and especially when you're assembling the, f- the frog choir and the kind of you know getting the the piece of heart and you know what they do after is is pretty cool. The fact that you actually have to go into a couple of the dungeons to, in order to complete the quest and, and get get um, to the frogs, is really fun. Uh, you get to go to a lot of places to uh, to finish the quest, and the fact that it's weird as hell finding a Goron with it on his head. All right, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna agree. Let's rank this a B, but I want. I want you to remember that when I rank another mask that I, I don't think you're going to rank as high. Uh-oh. All right. So let's, let's let's just jump right into it. Romani's mask. Okay. This is an ugly... It's an ugly cow mask. It's not really very useful. You don't get anything from it, but by <gasps> God, I, I love it. What? Oh, Andy, clearly you do not play the same game I play. Is this the mask you're referring to? <laughs> Well, I, okay, let me rephrase that. I know that like if you're speedrunning the game and, and you buy milk, it's it's very useful. When I play this game, I never I never get milk ever. Well, it's not even that. It also gives you access to completing the Battle of the Windfish quest. 
you so in, when you go to the milk bar, and this comes up with with another mask on this list. Um, there's a side quest in there that has you basically sound testing for a band, and once yeah, you and you play all your different test, you all your play, different forms and stuff like that. You play Majora's Mask version of Ballad of the Windfish, so that in and by itself has me ranking this mask fairly high. But not only that, this quest is a three-day quest, technically speaking. So you gotta, you know, practice shooting ghosts. That, that is why I rank it very high because of what you have to to do to get it. My my favorite my favorite moment in this entire game is that ridiculous scene where you're shooting aliens and protecting cows. Yeah. From, <laughs> like you're 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 working with uh, with Romani and and it's just like it's so ridiculous that there's these aliens trying to abduct cows it's absurd and then i i just love that and anything involved in that in that quest is is gonna rank high for me it's and you know what the uh the defending the cart wasn't that bad either no it wasn't it's very it's quintessential majora's mask as you and i can now coin that and it's it's so japanese it's not even funny it's it's great and uh, I, I think of that cart scene, and I'm thinking of how awful Twilight Princess's cart scene was, and I'm just like, it makes me appreciate the Majora's Mask one right? so much more. And, and here, here's the big kicker. Like, at the end of that quest, when you're getting the actually getting the mask from Kremia, and she gives you that hug, oh, man. <laughs> Woo! It's very cute. Where, where my friends lit a flame in talking about that scene back in the day. Everybody was just like, whoa, damn. I mean, uh, all, right. all in all, this quest was great. I, I say that's an A-mask. Yeah, A-mask for sure. That's an A-mask to me, even even though it looks so ugly and I don't really think it's very useful. That's okay. Masks are allowed to have a downfall if everything else about them is great. All right, well, let's let's get a roll on here. We still have 10 masks to cover and we're going long, so let's try and uh, let's try and plow through them. Garrow's mask. I think oh, this mask yeah. is pretty cool. It, I, it's much better in the original Majora's Mask. In Majora's Mask 3D, for some reason, they decided to change the Garo Master mask, um, and it just it doesn't look as good, in my opinion. Um, but this is also one of the requ- one of the required masks of the game, so that makes yes. it a little bit higher on the list, if only for usefulness. You need this mask in order to gain access to Ikana Canyon, and in obviously in order to finish the story. So it also has that neat feature where you get to get ambushed by ninjas, <laughs> ninja spirits to be exact. I would say I, I would say that this is a B mask for me based on almost looks alone, because I think I just think that it looks so cool. Um, I'm not really like. I'm not a big fan of uh, of horse races and Zelda and stuff like that, so I like that part of me doesn't really love how you acquire the mask. But I think that it just it looks so cool. It is vital to the story, um, and yeah, it, I, I don't know. I just, I love how it looks. I like this is probably the one mask that I would rank. I would give it a good grade based on strictly aesthetic alone. That's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a B. This this is a B mask for me. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a B as well. Um, it's it's required one. Uh, I'm not again like you. I'm not really a fan of how I got it. I I like the horse race, but 
I don't really care that I got the mask from the horse race. It actually seems kind of odd that to me that the Gorman brothers have these masks. Um, it's it's not really quite yeah, explained, <laughs> if I remember correctly, why they possess these uh, masks of supposed... You know, f- Maybe the aliens that were abducting the cows <laughs> dropped them off. Yeah, you never know, man. Here, keep these safe for us. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on to these. Um, okay, let's let's move on here. Let's go to the captain's hat. Yet another required yeah. mask. Yeah, this is a yeah, mask for me. It's it's a sea mask, but I will say that it's charming. I like Captain Kita. Captain Kita is pretty funny. Uh, the fact that you get to talk to some stall children, granted it's only a select few in specific areas, but you get to talk to them, you can kind of give mm-hmm. them orders, and the, it, it, you know, they, it, the whole salute kind of thing, bow with, uh, with Link and Captain Keto is cool. Um, I don't know, it, it, it was charming. It, it's not the, it, it's a required mass, so you need it in order to progress through the game, but apart from that specific thing, its usefulness is quite limited, and you don't really do all that much with it. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I I do. It's not a you're D right or though. I, I do like the Captain Keita part though. I I thought that that was pretty fun. So may, maybe I'd be willing to rank this a little bit higher. Um, you don't. I mean, you don't really use it for for a whole lot. I never wore this mask, and I don't know why. I just there's something about the way that looks. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, you have to use it in order to get the Song of Storms, but that's about it. And um, it's, I you can't you can use it to talk to the the stall children in the uh, in the Oceanside Spider House, but apart from Icona Graveyard, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm looking at a couple of the other masks that I think look, they should to me look worse, but they don't. And you know, I I don't know what it is. It just this mask just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. It's not my favorite, and it's not my favorite to look at. I I think it's a sea mask. Yeah. I know that's not much of an explanation, but it's it's all I got. No, I, I get what you mean, and and I agree with you. It, it's despite it being a required mask, its overall usefulness is you know met. It it's not the greatest looking mask, but it's not the worst looking mask. Um. It's really only good thing about it is the fact that, you know, Captain Kita is involved and, you know, giving orders to stall children. So it's kind of like middle middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to the stone mask. And this is a mask that actually, depending on which version you play, it's a different location for obtaining it. I tend to side with the original N64 version of which one I like better, but I think thematically it probably makes more sense where it is in the 3DS version. In the N64 version, you get it basically by find, finding a dying soldier, and he gives you this stone mask if you give him a red potion. Um, in the 3DS version, of course, you find it pretty much in the middle of the pirate fortress, and it's incredibly useful there because this mask will allow you to remain undetected if you wear it. So you can pretty much just sneak around the entire pirate fortress. I like the theme, or I just like the moment in the N64 version a little bit better, I think, where you just find him out in uh, out in Ikana Valley. I think it works a little bit better for me. 
Yeah, it, thematically, you could argue both ways and where it makes sense to find him. Like, he could have been attacked by the pirates in Majora's Mask 3D to, to get that injured, or he could be attacked by See, the, the malevolent spirits in Iconic Canyon. So... And, and I like that better because my thought process was if this guy's wearing the mask in the pirate fortress, how'd he get caught? Well, yeah. I, I don't know. That's it, exactly it, right. it worked a little bit better. It worked a little bit better for me, I think, in the N64 version. Um, nevertheless, I like this mask. It, it gives you a good power. It, uh, it, it, it You feel kind of sad when you look at it, I think. And I think that probably has to do with how you acquire the mask. But it, it's kind of got that sad, like, mishmashed look to it it makes me kind of think of that uh that new pokemon that they introduced the Mimikyu. Mm -hmm. yeah no i i totally get you on that it's it's a fun mask because of its uses but beyond that again you know there there's so much story to majora's mask that is both unwritten and implied uh, it kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of somewhat of an early Dark Souls Bloodborne way of storytelling, except Majora's Mask, there's there's a lot of stuff that you learn through dialogue as opposed to like item descriptions. And with with the Stone Mask, like when you talk to Shiro, who is the guard, the injured guard that you find, um, he he implies that like you know when, when he originally is wearing the mask, he thought it was cool and all because you know people people couldn't detect him but after a while he gets really lonely and he and he wonders is like why can't any, why won't any, anybody interact with me how you know how can i get somebody to see me uh and it it's sort of kind of, like maybe not directly but it sort of definitely implies that for whatever reason he can't take it off until you give him the red potion which is really weird or he doesn't seem to know that the mask is what's causing him to be invisible Mm -hmm. um and then also just like the the lore of the mat all the lore of all the masks like when it when it comes to like the deeper powers so especially with the stone mask like there's you know some hidden power that causes you know it's wearer to just become unseen except by the like the most magical of of natures like the lens of truth you know it, it that's fascinating to me so i i definitely give this one a b yeah, I would agree with the B. Um, I think that's very appropriate for this mask. All right, well, let's get on to the Circus Leader's Mask. Also known as the Circus Troops uh, Leader's Mask, apparently, in Majora's Mask. They, like, slightly changed the name. It's a little weird. Yeah. Uh, this, this mask doesn't do it for me. The only thing I like about this mask is the fact that you have to do the Battle of the Windfish quest in order to get it and B also kind of like the interaction between you and Gorman when he gives you this mask because it gives his his specific character a little more depth and you know he's so very melancholy about it so it, it's one of those Majora's Mask things where it's kind of weird but also like really really dark in a subtle way so I, I would say yeah. this is a C uh, I'm I'm gonna say it's a D. I think. Um, I think the only cool part of this was the Indiegogo part. Um, I don't know. Obtaining it was cool. I I just think that the that the mask itself is kind of lame. 
Um, it, it, I don't know. It, it doesn't do it for me. This, he's never been my favorite character in Majora's Mask. He wasn't my favorite character, obviously, in Ocarina of Time. Um, yeah, no, not by a long shot. Yeah, and to, <laughs> to have, <laughs> like, an entire mask dedicated to his face is just kind of, eh, to me. Um, what really got to me, though, is, like, if you look closely at the mask, it's always crying. Yeah, it's which which I guess is nice. And and in the 3DS version, correct me if I'm wrong, it was uh, exasperated a little bit more, where like you could see the tears a little bit better. Yes, it was that were constantly flowing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I just can't rate this mask above a D. I think that there's just so many, so much cooler masks. I look at this mask and I look at the Mask of Sense, and I think that this mask is just as bad, if not worse, than the Mask of Sense. Uh, so I have a hard time giving it a D just because of the whole build up to getting it like i love the indiegogo quest aka the ballad of the windfish quest um i i do really like the story interaction with gorman when getting the mask it's just that the mask itself doesn't freaking do very much like there's nothing really to it well, and, and it looks terrible yeah like i mean you can talk to people who and if anybody who who knew gorman like when he was the circus circus leader They'll tell you some fun stuff about him, but because, as you said, like, Gorman was just not a very interesting character to either one of us in either of the games that he's featured in. It, yeah, I, I'll compromise with you, and I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a D. Uh, it's just hard to do that because of the buildup. And the design. Let's move on. I think the design is why it gets... Let's move on. Let's go to the All Night Mask. This is purchased from the Curiosity Shop for 500 rupees. So not exactly a uh, lot of build-up in order to get this mask, but I like it. <laughs> I think that it looks really cool, and it serves a really cool purpose. When I say that I wish that you know certain masks would have given you something instead of a piece of heart, this is kind of what I mean. Like You get to listen to to a bunch of different stories and granted you do get pieces of heart for this but you get to listen to all like the different stories and and whatnot and you know i i think that that in and is in and of itself is a better reward than just an arbitrary piece of heart um i like it so question for you then if you're judging the all night mask based on that why then with other masks that allow you to to get reactions from different people that kind of expand on the story granted it's not like you know the long-winded story that that the grandma gives you but you know there's still there's still quite a few masks that that have that same kind of thing just not at the same length although you could argue that with well, the amount I, of characters I would that say you reaction you could have the same length no, I, I would say that the only mask that kind of falls into the category that you just uh, described would be the cafe mask which I ranked a little bit lower that's the, that's the only mask that I wouldn't rank at a B or an A where you get a little bit of additional story because I don't think that you get very much additional story from that mask. Whereas this mask, you do get to see that really cool, you know, those two stories that you get. Plus, I think that this mask just looks really cool. It definitely looks great. I, I'm, I'm not shortchanging your opinion on this mask. I agree with you. I think this mask is good, and um, I love the design. I, I It's very charming, again, and also a little weird. That you require a ma a magical mask that is again implied to keep to f literally force your body to stay awake 
all the time while you're wearing it. So, like, there's... I mean, it's not implied at all. No, no. The the implication is that it was you, like, back when it was originally created, that it was used as a torture device. That's the implication. Well, listening to that story was obviously torture. I mean, well... Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I guess you definitely could argue that with the way how fast Link falls asleep. She gets, what, like, two sentences in before he knocks the hell out? Uh, it's not very long, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I say, I say this is an A mask. Ooh. What say you? That's a little higher than I would rate it. I would say a B. But. You know what, I. You get two pieces of I'll compromise with you. No, I'll I'll compromise with you for a B. Because I think that we're going to have a different opinion on our next mask here. So that's a B for the all night mask. Okay. The next mask is the Gibdo mask. Oh, all right. Mr. Gibdo. I, I don't like the way that this mask looks. I think that it's lame, but, uh, I gotta say, I, I do. I think it's one of the best masks in the game, just in terms of how you get it. Oh, sure. And that, that to me is, you know, it, it it puts it, it puts it in the upper echelon of masks in this game. Even though I don't think the mask is particularly useful, and even though I don't think that the mask is particularly good looking, I think that the story, you know, leading up to that with uh, Pamela and her father, and in that moment where he's, uh, he's he's turned back into a human into a human form after you play the song of healing i just think that's great you know what you're absolutely right i mean this goes even without saying that you know this is the final of our three required non-transformation masks in order to beat the game but it's that story um i think that story actually even rivals the anju and cafe storyline and it's super super sweet. It takes less time to accomplish than the than the Anju and Kafe quest. And oh man, it just that that reunification. But not only that, we've got the fun aspect and where when you wear this mask, not only are you unharmed by Gibdos and Redeads, it makes Redeads dance when you're near them. They bust out a move, which is great. Exactly. You and I are huge I, fans I of the it. whole Darunia Saria song bit. So yes. when we found this, I, I imagine we had the same reaction. Yes. Uh, you know what? And just to clarify, I was actually mistaken. When I said we were going to disagree on the next mask, I was thinking of the next mask that I got to. I got a little bit ahead of myself. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of assumed that we would both love this mask. Yes, and we both do. I can say that without a doubt. Uh, I I would give it an A. A for sure. All right, so I'm gonna I'm jumping a little bit ahead here, but the next mask that I think that we're gonna disagree on is the giant's mask. Okay. I don't really like this mask. I have to say. Why is that? I don't like. First of all, I think that the design is is okay. It's a little bit bland for my liking, but. It's okay, but I don't like that 
you basically can only use it in one room for one boss fight ever, and it sucks up your magic just like absolute craziness. Granted, in the 3DS version, I think that this mask is, is a lot better and that the fight with uh, Twin Mold is a lot better. But, you know, just for, for, for how you get it and for the one time that you can actually use it in the game... You know, at least when you get the Fierce Deity Mask, it transforms you into a cool-looking badass warrior. This is just a big version of Link. So, yeah, it, it doesn't do it for me. This is this is a lower-grade mask, in my opinion. But what about you? It actually surprises me that you say that. If only because of what Majora's Mask 3D added to it. Like, these freaking giant WrestleMania moves. <laughs> you just toss the snake or... I can't even really call it a snake. Yeah. But you just like grab it by the tail and fling it around like a rag doll. Like that that seems straight up you, Kevin, and Yeah, Again, alley. it's okay. It's okay. And I and I to your point, I do think that the uh the 3DS version is a better fight. But again, you only use it in one room, you can only use it once. It sucks up your magic. It's not my favorite boss battle in that game, anyways. Um uh, yeah, it's it's a lower grade to me. I, like I don't know. Like what what would you give this mask? Um, I would I would give it a C because it makes the it makes the fights so much more interesting to me than because uh, in base Majora's Mask you can kind of like get away with just arrow shooting Twin Mold if you don't want to use the Giant's Mask or you happen to run out of mana because it sucks up so much so fast. But it, its usefulness, granted, it's only used in one fight, but its usefulness in that fight is so grand. Like, you you get really big, so it makes it really easy to hit Twin Mold. And then you also get, a, you only take a quarter damage um, while you're in Giant's form. So, I, I don't know. You, usefulness, I think it has good use, despite only being used once. I think that the mask looks kind of cool. I also think that, you know, being able to transform into a big bow of Link is is just fun. Like, I, I don't... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you were right. We do disagree. I, I, yeah, I would argue a C or a B. Are you giving it an F? Uh, I'm not giving it an F. I'd probably give it a D. I'd be willing to compromise at a C. All right. Let's compromise at C then. Let's move on to the last... The last... <laughs> the last non-transformative mask. The couple's mask. The big one. I'm gonna th I'm gonna throw it out there. This is my A-plus mask. It's my favorite mask in this entire game. All right. It's not mine. Not, Not because I think it looks cool. Not because, you know, it's it's very useful. But man, just the everything about the side quest going into this, the trials and tribulations that you have to go to, the full three days that you need to do to, uh, to get this mask and the emotion behind it and that final scene of Anju and Cafe just embracing the day together. It, it's just, it's... I wrote an editorial about this side quest, and I believe the editorial was called A Love Letter to the Greatest Side Quest of All Time, and that's for any game, any series. I think that this is the best side quest ever. It is, it's such, 
an emotional involved quest and this is it's like your symbol of completing this quest and completing this journey i love it this, this is my favorite mask in this entire game there's really not much i can disagree with you on, on that at all it's uh, it's an amazing amazing insightful quest and for a game that was made in 2000 and one that like it s stories in Zelda have run the gamut from being like fairly involved to being fairly hands off and Majora's Ma like everything about Majora's Mask was seemingly like a, a an example of Nintendo to the world that they can tell really solid, deep, and even dark stories. And the Anju and Cafe side quest is the primo supremo example of their work. There's so much to this quest, as you said, and it, it's so emotional, it's heartfelt, and the reward that you get, even though like you just get a simple mask as the final reward, it's the credit scene that gets. I guess me. you you do get a piece of heart, I guess. To be well, fair, yeah. Who cares? Everybody gets a piece of heart from every damn mask in this game. So it's like you know, it, it's that emotional fulfillment, and then at the on top of that, the the added credit scene. It's one of the more involved ones that you get for completing a side quest in this game. is is great, you know. It it it's the big payoff that you want, and mm -hmm. yeah, there there there's nothing really bad I can say about this mask. It's not it's not my A plus. There is one mask that that goes above it for me, um, but I, if you rate this mask lower than an A you're out your damn mind. That's what I'll leave it at. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I had, a, I had a proposition for you because it's almost unfair to rank the transformation masks on the same grading curve as the non-transformation masks. So I had a proposition for you. Would you rather just assign these grades as per every other mask we've done or do you actually want to rank these masks one through four? We'll go with whichever one you'd rather do. Um, well, I would say both, but we're a little pressed for time, so we'll we'll mix things up and we'll rank it. Uh, we'll rank it, rank them one through four. So let's let's start off with the first two then: the Deku mask or the Goron mask. What what's your number one of those two? Goron mask, hands down. The Deku mask annoys the crap out of me. I hate that mask, and if we were ranking it according to grade, it would be enough for me. Like. Of all the transformation, what? yeah. Of all the transformation masks, it's it's annoying to control for me. I I don't really get very much use out of it beyond the fact that you have to use it for X amount of things to do in the game, especially in the beginning parts. But they're j it's just not it's not a this, fun. This mask. is because of the marathon, isn't it? No, 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 no. Your your vendetta against the Deku mask. <laughs> absolutely not. That that vendetta is against me and me alone for being such a numb nuts. It's I it, it's just it's frustrating for me to use. I don't I, I just don't like this mask. I love that. I you know what? I would rank it above the Goron mask, I think. Um I think that, that Deku Link is super cute. I love how dogs hate him. You know, 
the flowers and how you can launch yourself are really cool. Granted, the Goron mask allows you to smash things in, in racing is, is pretty awesome. But I think that I, I would put Deku above Goron. But for the sake of compromise, I'm willing to give you Goron above Deku. I mean, the Goron mask but, just has so many more uses than the Deku mask. Like... I, I, I don't know about that. Well, I, I, don't I mean, know maybe this is me talking from a speedrunner point of view, but, like, the Gora Mask gives you the fastest speed in the game at max rolling. You have to use it for an entire temple, and then like the Deku Mask. And then it's also used to get um, one of the crucial items. First of all, you get a bottle using it. Second of all, you also get uh, the gold dust, which is super important in getting one of the best swords in the game. And, like, I I don't know. There's I can find way more reasons to use the Goron mask than I can the Deku mask. And I, I think that you're slightly biased. I maybe. think that, uh, you know, I, I think that between Zora, Goron, and Deku, there's equal amount in the game for, for each mask, basically. Um I might be partial to the Deku mask just because of that, you know, it's the first one that you get, it's what you're transformed into, and the intro to Majora's Mask I just think is really strong, it's it's one of the coolest intros to a game ever, and it immediately sets the tone for how the Zelda game is going to be, and, and you're just like, you know that it's not going to be your average Zelda game, I will and certainly agree seeing with you Deku Link was, was a part of that. I will certainly agree with you on that, but it's just, it's the gameplay of the Deku Mask. Like, I don't mind it story-wise and the fact that it might be the Deku Butler's son uh, spirit that that's inside of it. You know, that that's a really cool story hook and it's a really cool idea. But, I don't know, it's just, there's so much about the gameplay with that mask that just bugs me. It just irritates the crap out of me that I can't, I cannot rank it above the Goron mask, which I think is just, it's easier to use. I use it for more things than I use the Deku mask for, and more important things. Well, let's, let's throw let's throw the Zora mask into contention oh, here. Oh, Zora mask is the next best for me. So you're putting Goron above Zora? No, I'm putting Zora above Goron. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I think that Zora definitely goes above Goron. Um, I think that you look just, you look really cool in this. In this uh, Zora mask, you get a you get a shred guitar, which is really cool. How you get the mask, I think, is really great. I think it's one of the underrated moments in Zelda, one of the more underrated emotional moments in Zelda. Um, and I and I really like I like the lead up into getting it. And you know what? the The thing that actually sticks out in my mind about the Zora mask is how swimming doesn't suck. Because in a lot of games, when you get underwater, it sucks, especially in three D games swimming sucks mm-hmm. and you never quite get that with the zora mask which i always really appreciate well some might argue with you and uh, you know concerning the 3d version but i will point out like granted in, in the original 64 version the zora mask swimming is one of the greatest feelings in the world when you're when you're doing it and it's fast it's responsive the the way that you know using your magic energy works you know, it it all flows together well. He gets sweet kung fu moves, and can use his fins as boomerangs. Like there's there's again, like our other A ranked masks, this mask there's not a lot to dislike about. In Majora's Mask 3D, 
they, for some strange, odd reason, decided to change up how those mechanics worked. And while they still work as a whole, it, it takes some getting used to, and I can understand why a lot of people are just like, ooh. You know what I mean? You know what, here, let, let's just go back. Let's let's assign grades to these three masks. What say you to that? Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to say that the, the grade for the Deku for me is an A. It's an F. And you is an F, right? Yeah. That is just blasphemous. <laughs> so we're we're gonna compromise and, and give it a C, which is something I never thought that I'd be typing. Uh, what about a Goron? I would give that a B. I would also give it a B. And let's go ahead and say Zora. That's an A. I'd probably give uh, yeah, I'd probably give Zora a B or an A. I'd be willing to say A. And let's let's bring it home here. Let's give a, a final grade to. Our final admit, mask. I'm a little biased to the Zora mask because Zoras are also kind of sort of my favorite race in besides Hylians in uh, Zelda. I will be honest too, is I like Zoras because my cat is named Zora and she is just sleeping very peacefully right now. Cool. Then then Zora mask gets she's, an A. She's very cute. <laughs> yes. Zora mask gets an A. Let's move on to our last one here. You know what it is? The Fierce Deities mask. Yes. The one and only. This mask is my A-plus one, for not just gameplay reasons. So, the Fierce Deity mask, for those of you who do not know, is the single most powerful mask in the game. You are only able to use it in boss rooms, which is also kind of ironic because you only get it shortly before the final boss. So, in order to actually make full use of it, you've got to rewind time and (laughs) use it in all the other bosses. But it's also a mask that makes everything in this game unfair. You just demolish everything. Like, it's incredible. You get a cool sword beam uh, technique that was implemented into this game specifically for the reason that they weren't able to include it in Ocarina of Time. So they were like, we're going to throw it in Majora's Mask and give it to the Fierce Deity. Um, He's got a really cool looking sword. He's got a sick looking outfit. It's one of the best looking... Uh, designs, I think, of Link. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And aesthetically, this mask is is probably the best looking mask in the game. Yeah, and and you get to play as as teen slash adult Link again. You know, granted, it's a short time. So for all the reasons that you just listed, though, are some of the reasons that I don't like the Fierce Deities mask. You demolish everything, so it like you you know you've been building up towards this final fight with Majora. And if you get this mask, it's not even a fight; it's a slaughter. Which I guess, which I guess is kind of your reward for going out of your way to complete all the other side quests and get the masks. But it it does it does kind of take away that feel, and it leaves you with a certain taste of uh, anticlimaticness in your mouth, kind of like not unlike Breath of the Wild. Not unlike the final battle there. Oof. I mean, granted, that one was just really disgustingly easy without any kind of mask. But if you have this mask on, Majora is, is, a, is a piece of cake. You also get it at the end of the game. So it's not, you know, it's it's not super useful unless, like you said, you go back and you redo all the other dungeons. But at this point, why would you need to? If you're, at the, if you're already at the moon, you shouldn't need to be doing that. Um... And then, then the fact that you can only use it in boss rooms too is is 
a little bit off-putting. If you could transform into Fierce DD Link and it was just aesthetic and your sword was maybe a little bit more powerful and you could wear it at any point in this game, this would be my A-plus mask without a doubt. But the fact that you're constricted to only using it in boss rooms sets it back for me. Hmm. I think... See, another part of it is also the story is the story element. So, it was absolutely designed with the intention of making that fight simplistic. Now, maybe this is the more experienced me talking, but Majora, even without the mask, for me, is a fairly fairly simple fight in terms of like I know what I I know exactly what I need to do in order to beat him, and it's rare that I get KO'd by him. But, you know, obviously when I first played the game, that wasn't the case. But also, when I first played the game, I didn't fight him without the mask. Because the first time I played through the game, I got every single mask, and I went in straight with the Fierce Deity's mask and whooped that ass. But Majora himself gives you this mask. Majora, it's Majora's way of evening the fight. Because Majora is this arrogant being that thinks... It has dominant power over everything, that it owns everything, that it is the sole judge, jury, and executioner of all things in existence. And it thinks that you are so inept, that you are so unworthy of challenging him, that, you know, he makes you go through these trials and give up all the things that you worked very hard to you know, not just save people's lives and, and, and make people's lives better, you know, but, you know, all these masks that you worked so hard for makes you give them up. And his reward for that as being the inferior being that you are is that he's like, well, I'll even the score. I'll make it a fair fight. And in reality, it ends up being that the fierce deity is so much more powerful than, than Majora is. And the mystery of that is what gets me. I want to know why this fierce deity is so strong. What are his origins? Where does he come from? What is his connection to Majora? Because clearly they know each other. Clearly these masks have similar-esque powers. So, you know, what's the deal? It's, it's that mystery, it's that lore, combined with the gameplay aspects that make it an A-plus for me. Uh... I guess I, I feel like you're projecting a lot of that. You're adding a lot of that into where there's nothing in the game, like nothing from, from my point of view, nothing in the game suggests a lot of what you're saying and what you kind of find appealing about it. Um, I think that that's like, I think that's maybe making connections in where there isn't any, but maybe it's just that I don't make those connections. The, to me, to me, the final, when he gives you the mask, it's more about Majora, and it's almost a representation of Skullkid, of, of how he feels sad and alone and something like that. So he gives you this mask because he wants someone, you know, to quote-unquote play with, someone that's going to be his equal in terms of, of, of power, of whatever. But you forget. So I, I, I don't... But you forget at this point, when I, I, he I gives know. you the mask, Skullkid's no longer part of the picture. He's already been released I'm, by that, that. That's true, but it, it, it like it kind of reminds me of Skull Kid, like that little boy is what is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see a lot of that in there. To me, it's it's just a mask that he gives you. There's nothing. 
to to me i i don't i don't see the lore in that mask so it doesn't add that to me there's nothing really in the game to suggest that there's anything else you know behind that mask like i think that to me it almost just feels like a bonus rather than an important story piece it, it just feels like an optional like almost like a new game plus kind of thing that you'd you know what i mean like a, something that you'd get starting a new game plus or like this is your reward for collecting all of it it doesn't feel like it's integral to the story and if it did I would rank it higher, but I, I, you know, I, this, this is, this is a B mask to me. I can understand why you feel that way. I heavily disagree. And I say that we let the fans decide. We should let the fans decide which one of us is right. Is the fierce deity mask an A plus or a B mask? Is it, is it super connected? This would be my, this would be my proposal here. I, I would propose this. I would be willing to put this mask at an A grade. But your A plus mask would have to be the couple's mask. Mm. That would be my compromise to you. Mm. I'd rather leave it to the fans. Which mask do they like better? The Fierce Deity or Couple's Mask? Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Cool. Alright. We're going to throw out a poll for you guys. And you're going to vote the Couple's Mask. Because it's obviously the better mask. Fierce Deity is cool and all, but I, I th- you know, is it really that cool? I think they're of equal value. I just I found the the Fierce Deity's mask to be, um, it it had more mystery to it, and it had more deep underlying connections, um, that we just don't know about. That that it 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 definitely does have connection, but the where I disagree with you is a lot of what you're. Of, of what you like about the mask and the lore that you put into the mask doesn't exist. It's just, it's, it's theories. It's speculation. It's, it's, it's rumor and innuendo. It's hinted at. Anyway, that's going to do it for us on this episode of the champions cast. That is episode 30 next week. We're doing Halloween. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about some scary Zelda moments. Uh, we're going to talk about Halloween games in general, what we like to play at this time of year. We might even sneak in, we might even sneak in a little bit of The Last of Us in there because I really wanted to talk about it because I just finished it and, uh, you know, haven't really ha- found a way to work that into a Zelda podcast. But what the hey, we might just work that in there anyways. So we're going to throw up a we're going to throw up a poll. The couple's mask or the fierce deities mask. Let us know which one you think is better. Um, and then we'll we'll maybe do some follow up touch up on this subject next week. You can tell Taylor how wrong he is as per usual. Tell me how right I am as per usual. Don't make me go through the high roll. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not as per usual. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna do it for us for episode thirty. We ran a little bit. Uh, we ran a little bit long this week, but I think that it was a good show. We covered a lot of ground. We covered a lot of masks. We don't want to keep you guys any longer than that. So uh, without further ado, thank you for listening to the Champions Cast. This was episode thirty. Make sure to head over to Podbean to iTunes. Uh, drop us a like, comment, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Head over to Twitter at Spateri316, at GIF underscore Bluehawk, at Zelda Dungeon. Tell us which mask you like better, and we will see you guys next week for a very spooky edition of the Champions Cast. We're out of here, guys. Stay safe.